For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Dunwoody to Dun- I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whatever. Washington to Woodstock. Whatever. And wherever there's Better severe weather, a traffic red alert, or breaking news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center will break in. Depend on it. No, I'll run this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever Welcome to the show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. I'm happy to say after uh, two straight nights of political talk, we will not be talking politics tonight. We're going to have some fun, and that fun starts uh, first in the uh, six-foot-three chiseled frame of Channel <laughs> 2 Action News anchor Craig Lucy. Uh, did I get your height right, six times? Oh, you're almost there. Yeah. Uh, six one, six two, about. Well, you know, if you get those fancy uh, shoes, they bump you up a little bit. Far from chiseled. Bachman I'm working didn't leave on those that. booster shoes back. No, no. But <laughs> my my colleague Erin Coleman, she gets a booster block. You know, when she's up there on the set, she'll have to step on top of a block. So we give her trouble for that. Can I tell you how jealous I am that you get to work with Erin every day? I love Erin. She is so amazing. She really, she's a great person. We have a great time just behind the scenes. I can only imagine. Like, yeah. that's not, you're stealing company money because you get to work with Aaron Coleman. <laughs> yeah, I know. She's is wonderful. A, is a treasure in itself. I just want to put her in my front pocket and carry her around. She's so tiny and adorable. <laughs> she is. She I is. love her. All right, full disclosure. So, um, how long have you been at the station now, Craig? About five years About now. five years? Yeah. Coming up on the five-year anniversary. Yeah, you get a nice gold-ish pen, I think, for your five anniversary. Oh, sweet. Looking forward yeah, to that. Exactly right. <laughs> um, so full disclosure, I used to wake up from my nap in time to the for the 4 p.m. every day. I used to watch you every day uh, during the 4. And uh, now you don't? Well, no, because now I sleep till like 6 because I'm doing this overnight show. Yeah, I don't know how you do it. Your but what, I, what I've been doing is DVRing the four and go back and watch it because the four. What I love about the four, and this is this might be too much inside baseball to the listeners right okay, now. Okay, yeah. But it's a different newscast than the sixth. In in the way of there, you have there's more time for the stories to breathe, kind of thing. There's more interaction. I feel I, I just it's a different type of newscast. It's a different animal for sure, it and is. a lot of stuff that is breaking breaks during the four exactly. and then when you have the five and six it's more produced like sometimes we are just winging it on the four o'clock like there are times where i haven't read several scripts because they're just it's coming just in yeah and um so it's it's a lot of fun it's a huge rush and it's it's great when we have breaking news that's happening right then and we have news chopper two over it and then you get to see that how our reporters kind of develop that story throughout uh, from four until seven o'clock. Exactly. All right. So, and and listen, I love the five, the six, and the eleven. But uh, folks, if you haven't seen the four p.m. news, it really is a cool newscast. It is. And yeah. I'm not just saying that because I work here, and it's just a different type of newscast. Like, uh, you know, the six is very tight, very produced. 
The it 11 is. is super tight, and it's like just bam. But the 4, it's like free-flowing, and, and you're breaking news here and breaking news there. And yeah, definitely. I mean, it's not as structured as I mentioned, and so many things are coming at you at once. Yeah. Like, in my ear, the producer's like, hey, we're going to kill pages 8 through 10, <laughs> and then we're going to move up page 60. And you're like, well, I haven't even read page 60, so this is going to be interesting. <laughs> you know, because Aaron and I, we're going into the meeting at 9 a.m., and then we're going out to do a story. Exactly. And then we come back, and it's just kind of the race to beat the deadline which is quickly approaching and we start doing promos for Dr. Oz at 3 and if you don't have your story done by around 3 o'clock and then you're in the 4 and the 5 with your story it, it gets a little hectic but it's always fun. Craig Lucy, uh, anchor reporter for Channel 2 Action News joins us here on the Mark Aram Show and that, that was going to lead me to my next question that you're just not you know um, anchor dude. You, you're out yeah. there and do stories. So we what's, are. what's your day like? A, a typical day for Craig Lucy. So a typical day, we're in the morning meeting at 9 o'clock. That's when I'll pitch some stories along with all, the, all of our other reporters. And then you know, I have to have my story lined up. So, you know, I'm making phone calls. My wife's telling me, like, what are you doing on the phone at, like, 10 o'clock at night? Who are you texting? Yeah. I'm like, I'm texting someone I'm to line up. to the Mark Aram show, honey. <laughs> to, to line up my story for the next day. So then I'll go out and do the story to make it easy on myself. I already have everything you know lined up because yeah. I want to have everything shot and done by 1 o'clock so I can have time to write it and then get prepared for the 4 o'clock. And then... I'll anchor the four from four to five live, and then I'll normally do something at five, and sometimes I'm back live out in the field for a 645 live shot. That's a long day, man. That's it, a busy day. It, they know how to work us here, yeah. but you know what? I've learned a ton here. Yeah. Well, you, what, what I've found when you get to, because I do, I think the only thing I haven't done in this building is weather yet. Yeah, and that might. <laughs> well, you should you know, try that. No, I'm not. I will DVR weather, that. By the way, Misty, <laughs> I'm not volunteering to do it. But you, you work out so many different muscles in this job. You do. Like it keeps you, you sharp. Know, exactly right. So it's it's very cool. All right. So speaking of cool, you got a cool story coming up Monday at five. Yep, it's going to air during the five. It's really awesome. Like we started looking into this. We talked to a farmer who said, "Hey." Years ago, I'd see hundreds and hundreds of bats. Now, I'm not seeing any bats. Now, people get creeped out when they hear about sure, bats, yeah. but they don't realize what a huge role they play just in our daily lives. Like, when you go to the grocery store, you want that clean-looking lettuce, not mm -hmm. lettuce that's missing part of it. Well, out on these farms, these insects are just tearing up the crops out there because there's no bats to eat all the insects. So, since 2006, we've lost nearly 7 million bats. It's the most significant hold decline. On, hold on, 7 million bats... In the world or? No, in, in North America. So okay. right now there's something that's killing the bats, and we're going to mm -hmm. get into that at five. But since 2006, it's really wiping them out, and it starts where these bats are hibernating in the caves. So there was a caver from Europe, this is what they believe, mm -hmm. didn't properly sterilize their equipment when they were caving over in Europe, came uh, to the U.S., started caving, brought over this fungus is what it is and that is killing off the bats wow so now we're looking at okay well how are we how are they fighting the fungus so we went to georgia state we talked to some researchers they've come up with a pretty cool way um they're using some inspiration from a glade air freshener which no is neat to try to combat this fungus but it's the most significant decline in wildlife that the georgia department of natural resources has seen in their history that's unbelievable and, and you you know you take one little piece out of the ecological system and it, it can have huge impact. And and bats, they're they're you know people that, that go out and don't go out at night. Bats are flying around all the time everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, so they obviously play a huge role in in everything that you know is above and below them in the food chain. Exactly. You know, 
I would go out and see plenty of bats around the evening. They come out at evening to feed. They're eating nearly their body weight in, in uh, insects, mm-hmm. and you just don't see that many. So when we went around and talked to people about this, this was the reason. Something's really killing off these bats, and it's a, it's a huge issue. And again, people get, ah, I hate yeah, bats. No one you know, there's, bats. No one I'm going to get rabies from bats. Yeah. But actually, we went into this cave, Howard's Waterfall, in Trenton and Dade County. Uh, I was with... Uh, a female producer and a female uh, photographer we're crawling through this muddy mess for you like to go in the caves wow. three hours and you know when we first saw a bat we're like this thing's actually pretty cute it looks like <laughs> oh, I, I mean people are probably thinking I'm crazy but yeah. actually when you see one up close it's just this fuzzy little a rat with wings a mouse with wings. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I love that. that's so you actually got uh, so you are totally not guy smiley on the anchor desk you're no. crawling around in rat caves oh yeah to get the we're, story. we're in the guano it was, it was a muddy nasty mess but it was really cool because parts of the cave open up and Several years ago, they'd go under this Howard's Waterfall Cave and they'd see hundreds of bats. Well, now they're only seeing about 50. So this is really killing them off. It disturbs them when they're hibernating. So they're going out to feed during the winter when there is no food or it's disturbing them to the point where they're going to the entrance of the cave and they're freezing to death. Wow. Craig Lucy is Batman. That's the story right. is uh, <laughs> Channel 2 Action News on Monday at 5 p.m. That's right. All right yep, so tune in. When, I don't know if you did this. Maybe this was just a, a Yankee thing. Uh, but when I was a kid, we used to roll up a ball of tinfoil and then go to a streetlight. This is when it's dark out. And you throw the ball of tinfoil up into the streetlight and the bats, it would hit the bat sonar and you'd see bats diving at we this. We used to do it all the time. Yeah, wasn't that the, cool? Yeah, it was really cool. But you just don't see that many out there right yeah. now. Like when I was a kid, I remember we'd go out there and throw rocks. You see them dart at exactly. the rock. I, I haven't seen a bat in a long time out there. So but to be fair, I haven't done that tinfoil thing in like 30 years. So maybe I'll do that tonight I didn't when I get do, home. I didn't do a tinfoil. You could have done it with You know they're blind. I know, but tinfoil, it really like reflects the, the sonar pings really. Oh, that's interesting. So you'd get you'd throw it up and there'd be 50 bats just go wham. You got more scientific with it. Than yeah, it was actually a science teacher that taught me that. Uh, Craig Lucy here in studio. Uh, the Batman story airs Monday at 5 p.m. on Channel 2 Action News. All right, so you're coming up on your five-year anniversary. We, if if my sources are correct, I don't really have sources, but I like saying that. We poached you from somewhere in Florida, right? You came here from Florida. I did. I was at WESH 2 News in Orlando, and that's actually the competitor station to Channel 9, which is owned by Cox. Correct. So, yeah, I was poached. Um, came up here, and it's it's been a great fit. Love Atlanta. We already have some of my best friends who already lived here. Okay. So, uh, so what, was, what was the pitch when, when we went down there? What was the pitch to get, like, how did WSB-TV sell you on Atlanta? Well, there, there's a news director in Orlando. His name is Bob Jordan. He's since retired. Mm-hmm. And apparently, like, I was doing the weekend evening. Okay. And so we were doing pretty well on the weekend evenings. And he talked to uh, a boss who's now been promoted many times over since they brought Understood. me here. And uh, so I was on their radar, and we did a phone interview, and... She told my agent, hey, I kind of like this kid. I want to get him up here. And then, um, you know, it was a natural fit for me just because I had friends here. And I never really set my roots in Orlando. Like, Orlando, yeah, it's a big tourist place down south. It does have its own culture. But, like, I wasn't going to go buy a house. I was was looking for a place where I could call home. So when Atlanta came calling, I was like, "This, this could be it. 
and my talked to my wife moved here we said let's buy a house and and we set our roots here and we love it five years later you are a staple yeah a pillar five of years the later here and got my a seven month old now i mean life has changed thank you so. uh, can you hang out for one more minute yeah all right uh craig lucy in studio the batman story uh 5 p.m channel 2 action news on monday make sure you check it out we'll be right back mark aram on news 95.5 at am 750 wsb Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back. Mark Aram here at your beck and call Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Honored guest in studio, Craig Lucy, anchor slash reporter for Channel 2 Action News. Uh, he anchors the four. And again, check out the 4 p.m. newscast. It really is cool. Um, all right. So you've been in Atlanta five years. Um You've been around long enough to know all the the spots. You've been out covering stories all over town. Give me some of your favorite things to do in Atlanta. Restaurants, or if you have guests from out of town, where do you like to take them? That kind of stuff. So restaurants, the restaurants are fantastic. Mm -hmm. My wife and I love Mexican food. We lived in Texas for eight years, so we love Tex-Mex. We're really excited about Sapirica. Have you been to Sapirica over at Crock Street? So, in our opinion, they have the best. They have a Bob Armstrong cheese dip, which is fantastic. What the a Bob Armstrong cheese so dip? So, it has uh, some ground beef in it, avocado or guacamole, mm-hmm. and um, some cream or sour cream. It's really healthy. I got to write this. What's it's the name really of this place? healthy. <laughs> it's Sapirica. And where is it? It's over at Crog Street Market. So, you know, okay. if we have people in town, we go over there, we'll go walk around, get our workout in, and, and then reward ourselves with yeah, some good cheese absolutely. dip. And uh, they have these puffy tacos, which are great. And, you know, when you live in Texas for that long, you seek out the best Mexican spots. So if we don't go there, we like to go to Taqueria del Sol. Been there, yeah. Yeah, we love it. Just hang out in the line, have a margar- hang margarita. Hang yeah. Isn't that a great thing that they just serve you drinks while you're waiting oh, yeah. for your food? And they're not kid-friendly whatsoever, no, too, if you notice not. that. Like, But we've got a good relationship with the folks there so they don't mind that if we bring the little one um but that's a good spot um as far as steakhouses if you're going to go out big you can't beat howls or bones mm-hmm. we like going to those spots um but it's we're pretty active so if we have folks in town we like to go to um kennesaw mountain go hike kennesaw mountain my wife does that every week yeah it's great without me yeah <laughs> the other sleeping. cool thing is you can you can go over to the coast or we've gone up to the mountains yeah. and, and did the cabin thing um we went up to North Carolina not long ago, so that's really it's it's pretty just to get in your car and drive yeah. to a spot. We we were pretty adventurous like that. Well, yeah, Atlanta is a cool place to live for sure, and and we're lucky that we poached you from Orlando. Yeah, um, it's great to be man, here. Five years already, man. It's going by quickly. It it's is crazy. You you haven't aged at all. That's that's the yeah the right. Part. I mean, I've turned that four o'clock show. Let me tell you, it turned me gray. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk to me about rough schedules. All right, he is Craig Lucy. Uh, how can we follow you on Facebook? All that stuff. Uh, Twitter at Craig Lucy. I'm on Instagram. Same thing at Craig Lucy, and then Facebook. Same thing. You can find me right there. <laughs> L-U-C-I-E. That's the right. L-U-C-I-E. All right, Craig, always a pleasure to talk to you. Best of luck, and we'll check it out, The Bat Story, Monday on Channel 2. All right, sounds good. All Thank right. you. You're welcome, buddy. News, weather, and traffic next. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I'm WSB's Mark Aram. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center is on alert. Alert. Immediate breaking news. Severe weather alerts. Traffic red alerts. From Cobb to Cherokee. Carroll to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. And all the rest. All the rest. WSB. WSB. Depend on it. Welcome back to the show, 1037, 23 in front of 11, 23 minutes away from the historic Powerball drawing on Channel 2. We will tell you the numbers live here on WSB Radio as well. And again, if we come back at 10.07 and you're hearing a taped uh, program, one of us has won Powerball. What if we won a million? Are we still going to do the second hour? Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll still do the second uh, hour. We'll tell everybody about it, though. But the big one, we're we're out of here. Yeah, we're out. You won't hear word one from us. Uh, Your thoughts on the historic Powerball drawing, $1.5 billion. I like it. And for the simple reason, again, don't mortgage your house. Don't empty your bank account. But for $2, as an adult, you get to use your imagination again. I know I have. Have you been thinking about it, Chuck? Like, Has your imagination been up and running since you bought Powerball tickets? Oh, yeah. And this is maybe the third or fourth time my whole life I ever bought a Powerball ticket. I just... You know, don't buy them. But when it gets like this, you're like, yeah, why right. not? Exactly. Why uh, not? Yeah. I'll, you know what? I'll if you win it, Powerball, you could afford a four-legged dog. I could. <laughs> I could. I could get a whole dog <laughs> yeah. and not just a half a one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They have four-legged may, dogs I might even be able to Thailand. get him a new one. A new, a new I leg. I get him a new leg. Absolutely. That would be even better. That would be awesome. Bi- bionic a dog. bionic leg? Oh, yeah. I would <laughs> definitely <laughs> do that. <laughs> anyway, your thoughts on, on my thoughts that I think this is good for us as adults. We get to play Powerball. We get to just imagine. We we use our imaginations for. As a kid, there was nothing better than using your imagination, and we don't do that as adults anymore. Or do we? How do you use your imagination as an adult? Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Ricky's up on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Ricky. Hey, Mark. How are you, buddy? What's going on? Nothing, brother. Just left my store at Salty. I own a Shell gas station and. Man, we had a hell of a day today. How many Powerball tickets did you sell today in cash? How much money did you take in? Do you know? Well, roughly, I maybe sold over 6,000 tickets. Six, so that's $12,000. What do you sell on a normal day? Normal day, uh, when it's Powerball days, uh, probably maybe 100 or 200 not much. So you went from $200 to $12,000 because of this jackpot? Well, you know... One thing I, I was going to say, I do agree with you. You know, $2 is worth dreaming about what you're going to do with that kind of money. Mm-hmm. So I'm all with you on that. So just a lot of people, a lot of customers in that area. You know, I have a lot of <clears throat> new people that I've never seen that hardly play the lottery ticket. Yeah. They took their chances today to go at it. How many people come in and say, hey, if I win, I'm going to give you something? You know, I would say... Oh, maybe seven out of ten did make a remark. <laughs> yeah, that. absolutely. Now, so my buddy owns a, a station, and he told me he gets six percent of the of the lottery sales. Is that what you get also, or is he lying to me? Yeah, 
it's about the same. Okay. And so, one thing I haven't really, you know, looked into yet. I remember maybe three, four years ago, I had a store in Habersham County, and I sold a half a million dollar Fantasy Five, and we didn't get no cut out of that from the lottery. No bonus and, anymore. You know, back then, you're supposed to get at least ten percent. Oh, really? So you got robbed? Yeah. Yeah. They, they quit doing that. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. Well, at least it was good business for you today. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a really good store, and uh, it was really busy for us, and I just hope somebody out of our store wins it. Yeah. At, at the very yeah. least, I want someone in Georgia to win it. Thanks for the call, Ricky. I just don't want anyone in Michigan, Ohio. I'd like it for someone to be homegrown. Spend the money here. Donate the money here. That'd be nice. Tony's in Mayoretta. Tony Pipes, what's going on, buddy? Well, good evening, Mark and crew, and honor of pleasure as always. Boy, I'll tell you what, what a great topic uh, for old guys like me um, to be able to use their imagination. After I get done, uh, you know, taking care of uh, the usual stuff, uh, you know, setting up uh, the kids and, you know, the usual things and, you know, my other relatives. Uh, but, you know, pipe dreaming, as us old fogies uh, say, um, one thing I want to do is uh, go and uh, buy back my uh, grandfather's uh, fishing resort on Big Clam Lake in Siren, Wisconsin. A fishing? And, what's a fishing resort? Well, it's a uh, resort that's got uh, ten cabins on it and a main house. It sits on a uh, very nice, uh, sizable lake, nothing like Alatoona, but mm -hmm. it's an awesome fishing spot and. Uh, you know, when my grandfather passed away, the family had it for a while, and then they decided to sell it. Oh, so that's I wanted, heartbreaking. You know, get that uh, piece of property back, and then uh, we would like to be uh, reverse uh, snowbirds. We want to buy a uh, condo on uh, Lakeshore Drive, um, overlooking uh, Lake Michigan, so that uh, in the uh, winter, in the summertime, rather, we can uh, just go up there and uh, look out on the. You can. Uh, lake you can buy a. Uh, the penthouse in Oprah's building. Yeah, there's no question. I mean, that <laughs> would be wonderful. I mean, you know, we're we're pretty simple people, but yeah. when you start thinking about it, the other uh, thing that I want to definitely do is uh, a homeless guy that I know for many many years now. He Russ. came back from Desert Storm uh, with uh, PTSD. Okay. And what I want to do, if I was to have that money, is set him up in a house and get him the, the treatment that he's really oh, deserving of. Because that's awesome, Tone. And well, it's the truth because I mean, here's he, the deal: if you win, I don't want any money, but I want free reign at the fishing resort. Whenever I want to go up, I get a free cabin. Yeah, I can I can hook you up, man. If that if that's the way that it works out, yes, indeed. But uh, you know, quite honestly, I mean, for a person that wants for nothing, and this kind of, this kind of ties into what we were talking about last night with uh, you know where how do you feel about your life? And I'm sitting there going, well, I'm a seven point seven nine, and yeah, my finances could be better, but uh, yeah, and this would take care of the yeah. financial <laughs> part. But it would take care of a lot of Tony. I got to run, buddy. Thank you as always. Four zero four eight seven two zero. 750 1-800-WSB Talk. Lord loves the working man. Don't trust Whitey. See a doctor and get rid of it. Manville Johnson joins us on the program. How are you, Manville? Hey, what's going on, Mark? Long time no speak. You doing all right? Yeah, yeah. Just been dealing with a cold for a while and uh, having some little medical issues. But other than that, I'm fine. All right. Well, your prayers, uh, our prayers are with you, my friend. <laughs> thank you, thank Did you. Did you buy a Powerball ticket? Oh, you know it. Yeah. You know it. And I'm kind of, I was kind of upset. Well, I ain't going to say upset, but I was just kind of discouraged where your other caller had talked about not, not, you know, not wanting to 
not agreeing with the lottery or whatever. But, I mean, it's like, just like you said, you're not t- telling everybody, yeah, you got to go out and buy $100 worth of Powerball no. tickets. I mean, that's on yourself if you want to go out and do that. Yeah, exactly. So if you want to go out and do that, you go do that. I want to tell you, uh, <laughs> coming up, about these guys in Florida that spent mm-hmm. an asinine amount of money on Powerball tickets. An asinine amount of Powerball tickets. It's crazy. You just like saying asinine. Asinine amount of money on Powerball tickets. I know he just loves that word, yes, I guess, asinine. Indeed. Okay. All right, so have you been using your imagination, Manville? What are you going to do with the cash? Look, let me tell you something, Mark. I've been using my imagination when the Powerball is at $1.5 million or $2 million. I use my imagination <laughs> all the time with that, so I'm playing it all the time. So You're ready. I'm not... <laughs> I'm You're ready. prepared. He knows. Manville knows what he's going to do with one point. All right, listen, Manville, exactly. I, I, if you win, God bless you. I'm not going to ask you for any money because everyone else is, but maybe, you know, me and you go out to dinner sometime and you pick up the tab. Yeah, because, you, know, you know, I'm still waiting for you. I to still owe you. Mind. You still owe him love. I know. Well, you, you live in Athens, Manville. If, if you were down closer no, no, to no, town. No, no, no. I live in Lawrenceville. I oh. work in Athens. Oh, all right. Well, that makes all it easier. All this time, you then. think I live in Athens. That's, well, that's the reason I've been delaying our dinner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll we'll set up. I'm definitely uh, hit me on Facebook. We'll do dinner, my friend. Don't hold your breath. No doubt, no doubt. After you win Powerball, <laughs> yeah. Well, look, I'll tell you this, I told him. I said, yeah. I said, uh, you know, if you can just get me on the show, we'll we'll go. We'll forego the dinner. So I'm, that's what I'm working on now. So oh, I you want to come in? I got to talk to Low Chuck. <laughs> you talk to Low Chuck. We'll get you in here uh, for a show. That that's absolutely doable. All right. All right, man. Y'all Bill. take it easy. Have a, have a blessed night, my friend. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. We need more lemon plates. Marco's in Lilburn. Marco, I know your imagination is running wild right now. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get you a lifetime supply of lemon pledge. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you hear yourself on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade today? Oh, no. Uh-uh. Yeah, wow. they, they used your call last night on the uh, on the Morning News. Wow! What about, you, uh, you Obama? Said, yeah, you said uh, I listened to the first bit of the speech, and luckily I had to go to work at nine fifteen, so I had to turn it off. <laughs> oh gosh, I wish I would have heard it. Yeah, it was on the radio. It was funny this morning. Yeah, like, that's I my Marco. Later, but yeah, I was like, even worse. I'm glad. I was like, oh. How many uh, tickets did you and the hot Asian wife uh, buy? We bought like ten or twelve, I think. Okay, and has your imagination been running wild? Uh, yeah, you know the usual. You know, help family, help. Uh, Organizations and stuff like that. Um, the Mark Aram Show is an organization. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll show up to listen lunch every year. You know. Yeah, just so just so you know, the Mark Aram Show is an organization, and we exactly. we always accept an donations. Underfunded one. Let me ask you a question, Marco. So a buddy of mine, and I'm not going to tell you his name, okay. but we were talking about the Powerball, and he said if him and his wife win it, he goes, I'll probably say to her, Listen, here's half. I'm half. Let's go out. You know, we're done. Go peace out. Enjoy the rest of your life. And I'm going to enjoy the rest of my life. Would you and the hot Asian <laughs> wife split if you guys won the Powerball? Uh, not like that, yeah. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> We'd still be together, yeah. Okay, you'd still be Well, that's good. That's good oh, news. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what's going on with my Open buddy. relationship. Yeah. <laughs> my buddy's like, yeah, if, if if we win the Powerball, yeah, we're to, we're going to, I'm going to give her half, I'll get half, and we're going to go our separate ways. Does and, she know that this is happening? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was like, okay. Happily married, those two yeah, are. Interesting. Yeah. That's going to be di- very disappointing tomorrow when they both wake up and realize <laughs> yeah, they, they're poor they didn't still win. Married. You know? <laughs> and then I got to uh, oh, live uh, with you for the rest crap, of my life. Uh, we're still married. Leslie's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Leslie. 
Hi, Mark. I love your show. Thank you so much. Um, I just agree with everything you're saying because I've been in the fog all week. Oh, just been <laughs> just imagining what you're going to do with the money. Yeah, I mean, I hope somebody if somebody wins it, I hope they do really good with it. You know, not um, blow it like you see so many people do. Yes. Yeah, it's t- it's it'd be tough to blow five hundred million dollars though. I know. It's not like three million dollars, which you can blow in you know in Vegas in a weekend. Five hundred million dollars is quite a bit of money. It's too much. I mean, it's too much for one person. I wish they could give it away in increments. You know, like five people win. But I guess if everybody picks five the same numbers, they well, win. there's a there's a yeah. chance. So if common numbers come up, we could have a thousand winners tonight. Yeah, of the Powerball, which I'd be fine with. That's cool. Spread it around. That'd yeah, be pretty it'd be cool. Great. Yeah, I'd like to be one of those thousand. Oh, to, yeah, to win of it. Yeah, yeah. But if if like birthday numbers are are chosen, mm-hmm. like seven, twelve, fourteen, because people play birthdays all the time. If those numbers come up, we could literally have a thousand jackpot winners. Yeah. Oh, don't, this. <laughs> well, I did one quick pick, and I picked birthday numbers. I, the, uh, I did uh, one today. I did birthday numbers, and I did trip times. So I, yeah, no kidding. So I said after my last Channel Two report this morning at eight fifty eight, whatever the trip times are, are the numbers I'm going to play. So I went and then did trip times on seventy five, five seventy five, four hundred eighty five, and I twenty on both sides of town, and those were the numbers I've I've played. I guess I could tell you the numbers um, since you I'm can't buy tickets anymore. Now, yeah. Let me see. Yeah, hold on. You know they did say that the the average multi million dollar winner for the lottery. Uh, spends it all within five years. Yeah. Give me that shot. I'll try it. Uh, these are the trip time numbers I played today. 9, 18, 20, 36, 37, Powerball 25. So if that hits, those are trip times. Atlanta traffic finally pays off. Yep, you can thank Atlanta traffic. Atlanta traffic finally pays off. Are you getting to use your imagination as we approach the Powerball drawing? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter... At Mark Aram, this is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Uh, We're about five minutes away from the Powerball drawing. Longoria is going to be the official scorekeeper. He's going to write down the numbers for us. Uh, Again, if we come back after the news at 11, and it's a tape show, we have won Powerball. So celebrate with us. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. If we don't win, coming up, uh, Lonely Tailgater will join us with uh, Blessed or Not Blessed. And I've got a story about these guys in Florida that spend an asinine amount of money on Powerball tickets. Dave's in Kennesaw. Dave, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Preach, brother. Welks, man. What's going on? Not much. Actually, I listened to the show on the phone, and I thought it would really imagine that thing to do if I win the money. Which is? Uh, we're going to have a two-hour Mark Aram regulars party. Have all the regular cars like myself, T-Bone Pickens, send the jet up to get Meg from Pennsylvania. Send the jet up to get Meg in Pennsylvania. I love it. Yeah, just have, have a Mark Aram regulars party. Be the first remote. Where are we going to do it? Where are we going to have the party? Somewhere uh, swanky? Yeah, why not? I mean, the money's there to spend yeah. if I got it, you know. We'll, we'll do it at the Ritz in Buckhead or something. Oh, yeah. Champagne. We can shut down that place. And, yeah, absolutely. All right, I like it. So I'm now officially rooting for Dave and Kennesaw to win Powerball so we can have Because yeah. I, I want to see the private jet go get Meg in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. That was the first thing I thought of. <laughs> That's fantastic. I'll, I'll, vouch it. I'll do that, too. If I win 
Powerball. We'll we'll send a private jet to get Megan Pennsylvania down here to sit on Longoria's shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> Give her a, what are those things be called? Be a steamy reunion. What kind of? It's not a piggyback ride. What's it called when you we put a person on your shoulder? I don't know. With his Mexican name heritage, that? wouldn't that be a mule ride? A mule ride. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, so when we were in the pool, we call them camel fights when you put somebody up on your shoulders. Is there not, a, is there not an official name for that? Because uh-huh. piggyback, they're on your back. Right. I don't think there's an official name for when someone's up on your shoulders like that. I have no idea. Hmm. Maybe I'm we sure can name that. Out, Let's name that in the second half of the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, All right, go. Powerball drawing minutes away. We'll have the numbers here for you on WSB Radio. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.